This episode of Pueblo's podcast is presented by... Montgomery and Stewart Funeral Directors are proud to be independent, just like you. They're owned and operated by lifetime Puebloans, not by any of the giant funeral home chains. This means they only answer to the families they serve, not to outside stockholders. Your independence allows you to select which funeral home you will call at the time of need or when considering a pre-need plan. That same independence allows you to choose a local funeral home where you know your wishes will be followed to the letter. Since 1922, they've worked hard to make a positive difference in the Pueblo community by providing service and care for families of all faiths and ethnic origins. Please call them today. They never use high-pressure sales tactics and will be happy to answer your questions and discuss your options at your convenience at their funeral home or in the privacy of your home. Call Montgomery and Stewart Funeral Directors today, 719-542-1552. Montgomery and Stewart Funeral Directors in downtown Pueblo. I'm Dave Moore, and this is Pueblo's Podcast. My guest today is Vicki Torres, board member for Paws for Life Animal Welfare and Protection Society in Pueblo. Hi, Vicki. Hello. Nice to have you here. Tell me a little bit about Paws for Life and Protection Society. Well, first, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, just to give you um, a brief on who we are, uh, we've been around nearly 45 years and we've been dedicated to serving the Pueblo community as a private, donor-based, non-kill shelter for lost and abandoned dogs and cats. As we look to the future, we do aim to revitalize our programs and services with a strong focus on successful pet adoptions and community support. Okay. Tell me a little bit about yourself. How how did you come to be a board member on PAWS, and how long have you been in Pueblo? Oh, thank you. Uh, I grew up in Pueblo. I did move away for many years. Uh, when I was away, I was involved with other animal organizations in the other states and cities that I lived in. When I moved back, I just uh, still have that heart for wanting to give of my time for the animals. And I looked into um, a couple of great organizations that we have in Pueblo, and I settled in on Pause for Life. And it's been an incredible experience. I was started out um, just as a volunteer, although all board members are volunteers, essentially. And um, after some time, I was asked to join the board, and I was really honored. And I serve as secretary right now on the board, and I'm really, I'm, I'm really happy being part of it. Oh, very nice. And how does uh, Pause for Life? Uh, how does it differentiate from other shelters? Sure, I think one of the key things is that we are a no kill shelter um, in in the Pueblo area. Uh, we we are a nonprofit, so we rely solely on the generous community and the, the generous um, grants and donations of individuals. I think that's one of the really key things that separates us. And then we're just really fortunate to have des- um, dedicated um, employees, volunteers, and um, people who have a real love for the animals as part of our organization to make sure that they ha- the animals have an enriched life while they're with us. Oh, great. How long has Paws been doing what, what they do? Yeah, for nearly 45 years. Wow. Yeah, the, the land was donated back in the 70s. And from there, you know, there was a smaller shelter. The original building is still there today. We call it the old shelter. <laughs> and next to it is, you know, our state of the art uh, building that we do work from today. And so, yeah, it's been around in the public community um, for that long. How do uh, the dogs and cats arrive at Paws? I'm sure there's multiple different ways people find a dog or a cat on, on along the road. Or give us some examples of recent uh, people that have brought uh, animals in. 
Yeah, like everyone in the community and um, all over the United States right now, there's such a need and such an overpopulation of dogs and cats that are being abandoned for for multiple reasons. You know, we've got, you know, the, the economic times that we're in right now, and just, you know, the hardships that a lot of people come on. And just, you know, we, we still have ways to go with the spay and neuter um, issue as a whole. So right. it really plays a part. But for us uh, at Paws, we it comes in a variety of ways. We have people that bring the animal to us um, for different hardships within their personal situation, or they found the stray animal. Um, and we do partner with some other organizations that don't have the capacity for um, to hold hold on to the animals. That, that being like um, the Highway Fifty organization. And then there are times when um, we partner with the local humane society, um, and if there is a situation where we have the opportunity to take an animal off the euthanasia list, uh, we certainly do that. So it comes in a variety of ways where we get the animals. And one one is one that's not legal, but sometimes um, people leave the animal on our property. That is oh. illegal, but it does happen. And at the end of that situation, we focus on the animal, not the individuals. Okay. And so sometimes I would think that, uh, especially with cats, they're wandering around um, and then Pretty soon there's a litter of kittens and people don't know what to do. Yes. No, that's absolutely true. And if we can take them in, we definitely do. Um, again, we're a non-kill. So once an animal enters our facility, they are with us and you know, until they find a home. So we are always at capacity. We get on average um, on a daily basis at least 30 calls for owner surrender. Wow. No you know, kidding. Yes. And we do have a list you know, of like 100 animals right now, dogs or cats on a wait list, so that when we do have room, if those individuals still have the, the dog or the cat in need of coming into paws, um, you know, we've got them on a wait list. What kind of capacity do you have for the number of dogs and cats? Yeah, right now we have over 40 dogs and um, over 30 cats, and we're very fortunate to have fosters. Uh, we're, we are always looking for more individuals to be part of our first foster program. So we have, you know, the majority of the animals are at our shelter, but we do have some that are in homes at a foster home. And how do people find out or how, how can a person say, hey, I'd like to foster an animal? How do they do that? Sure. Thank you for asking. That's a very important part of our program. Uh, simply reach out to Paws. You could go on our website or you could uh, call our shelter or you can stop by and we'd be happy to give all that detailed information. Okay. So someone brings in a dog and he maybe have some health issues or you take care of those issues and then he is a resident until he's adopted. That is correct. Uh, one of the things with being a no-kill shelter, uh, we definitely have, as you can imagine, a high medical um, expense budget. And um, again, based off all the uh, generous donors and the, the events like we have coming up, that just really helps us care for those medical expenses. An example would be one of the uh, main ways we're able to care for the animals and all the medical expenses is through our bingo program. Um, it's held at Bingo Casino here in Pueblo every third Friday of the month and also every Monday. And that does um, contribute greatly to our medical expenses. And then we do have you know special grants that come in or individuals who graciously send us a check or they raise money or they have a fundraiser. And that often goes toward helping with our medical expenses as well. And you just recently had an event on September 29th. And uh, that was called Pints for Paws. Tell us how that went. Yeah, that's a, one of our biggest fundraisers. Uh, it's always a great time. It's at Union Depot. And um, it went great. 
Uh, we had local brewers participate and give of their time and um, give a great experience to the people who, who attended. We had a couple of dogs there to, to showcase at the beginning so yeah. they can see some of our um, amazing dogs. Had a very successful silent auction due to the great people of our community and businesses who graciously gave of um, their time or their businesses to um, help help us raise money. Very successful event. It was really fun. Oh, that's very good. So if uh, an individual wants to come in and adopt a dog or cat uh, from PAWS, how, how does that happen? What's the process? Sure. Well, it first starts, of course, with a meet and greet. You know, come in, uh, meet the animal, make sure and look at all the animals. Maybe there's one on the website that you're really drawn to, but when you get there, you may have a connection with a different animal. Hmm. Um, but you can certainly look on our website. They've got, you know, see all the dogs and the cats. You can call or you could come in and ask for a meet and greet, or you can simply come in and do a tour. And if you would like to meet an animal from there, there's an application process. Um, and we, because these animals are in our care and they're greatly loved and we want to make sure they get a great home, they do not go home that same day. So if you're wanting to adopt, for example, a dog, um, they, we do a home check. We do make sure that there's proper fencing for the dog. And again, we're not trying to make it hard on individuals to adopt from us, but, uh, you know, they're, they're like family and we want to make oh, sure, sure that we're placing them in the right, the right place. So there is a little bit of a process, but we, we do everything we can not to make it too hard. Um, but we, we definitely, um, our goal is always the welfare of the animal. Oh, sure. You want the animal to have a good home if they're, if they're going to go to a different home and, and they want them to be loved, right? Absolutely. Oh, that's terrific. Are there any other um, types of donations or how, how does a person donate financially? And uh, are there any other types of donations like food? Do you accept food donations? Yeah, thank you for that great question. It's so essential to making us successful. One of the ways for individuals who are really busy, don't really have a lot of time, whether to give or to give of their time to volunteer or even, you know, to drop products off. One of the things you can do is go on our webpage and you can sign up to be a superhero. And what that does is you choose the amount, but it automatically deducts um, out of your account every month and, and we automatically receive it. That's a really helpful way for us. The reason for that is, is it helps us budget for the month of, you know, because it's, oh, it's sure. money that we do know come that is coming in. I myself am a superhero and I'm, I'm proud to be part of that program. Um, but another way is, you know, simply, um, if you're at a business or you're at a school, we have so many businesses and schools that do really great fundraising events for us. And we so appreciate that. That's another way to help. Um, another way to help if you don't want to give monetarily is, is give of your time. Um, you know, come, we have once a month, we've got a volunteer orientation. It explains all the details of what that involves. You can choose where, what areas you want to work in and what areas you're more passionate about or tell us your skills and we can see where we can apply those. So giving of your time is a great way. We also have a community food program, which helps keep animals in their homes. So those individuals that might financially be stranded and maybe thinking of surrendering their animal, this is our way of helping them keep that animal in their home. And a way that the community could help there as well is to bring food to, um, to paws for that program, whether it's dog food or cat food. We accept dry food or wet food. We just ask, of course, that it not be expired. And we do check that before sure. we implement that that into our program, but it's a very successful program that really, 
really helps um, our community. I know during the uh, pandemic, we interviewed one of the uh, folks from PAWS, and uh, the donation, the food donations was a really big thing. And to date, it's still one of our most listened to podcasts. Oh, that is great. And thank you for having us even back then. Absolutely. So appreciate it. Sure. And I have a little donation. Oh. We got a puppy recently, and uh, our vet gave us a small, it's a small bag, but we'd love to donate that to you and to PAWS, and you can take it so puppy foods. That is so generous. Thank you so much. Absolutely. One of the other things we're going to do at the radio station is have a pet of the month where you will feature a dog or cat on the morning show once a month. We won't have the animal in-house, but you'll feature them on Facebook and and, uh, also on the website. Yeah, we are really looking forward to that. And again, thank you for that. We will make sure that, uh, you know, we feature one of our dogs or cats and um, tell you a great story and provide some great pictures and maybe some videos of them. And it's going to be really fun. That'd be great. Another way to get those uh, cats and dogs adopted. And so what what's the website address so people can go there and look at the, the dogs and cats and look at the animals? Our website is pawspueblo.org. And our telephone number is 719-543-6464. And you can use that phone number or website to to learn how to volunteer, to make donations, and to maybe set up a meet and greet or to come visit uh, the animals that they may have seen on the website. Yes, and I encourage um, individuals, too, if you're on Facebook, if you participate in Facebook, to go on our Facebook page as well, because that always has updates of our volunteer orientations. Um Really great stories as we adopt animals out and all the, the pictures with their new owners. So the Facebook's a, a great way to look at what we're doing as well. But yeah, feel free to always call or stop by. Sure. Absolutely. How long would you say the average stay for a dog or a cat is? I mean, that's kind of a, a tough number to come up with. Are they, I guess some dogs would be readily adoptable and some might be a little bit longer. That's a really good question. It definitely does vary based off the animal, the situation. Sure. And the times, for sure. One of the things, if an animal comes in and they haven't been spayed or neutered yet, that's that's the first step for us. Or if they're kittens and they're too young to be spayed and neutered, naturally they're going to be with us a little longer until that takes place. Once an animal spayed and neutered, um, based off the situation, um, if they are um, one of them that's readily adoptable, of course they go up for adoption right away and we get those meet and greets started right away. Uh, but if they have some health issues, uh, things that need still need to be worked on um, with the animal or maybe some behavioral situations, they stay in our care before they go up for adoption. So okay. it does, it definitely does vary. I will tell you, we have some animals that come in and they're very fortunate within a matter of within the first month they are, they're adopted out. We, we currently, you know, we have some that have been with us for, for quite a while. So it just does vary. Just looking for that special uh, yes. owner or special home to, to go to. Absolutely. And I know th- that's such a key because everyone says, oh, I'd like to have, I want my dog to have puppies or I want my cat to have kitties. And then, oh, they're so cute. And then you end up, you can't find people to take them and and there's trouble there. And so the key is for spaying and neutering your pets at home, right? Yes, this is, that's really the core of um, the solution for, for where all animal shelters are. As much as um, the animals in our care are so deeply loved by the employees and the volunteers and the board members, um, not to have a need 
the great as great as we have would be the solution. And that is absolutely um, spay and neuter is is the core topic of that. And it's something that um, we at pause are very passionate about being uh, part of that and helping the community in that. And we have some really good strategies, you know, currently in place and moving forward, that's um, going to make a positive impact on that. Sure. And th- I know that w- one female cat can have many, many kittens over her lifetime, which just, you know, just makes the problem way worse. Yeah, it definitely does. We often get cat mama cats in that are so young themselves um, oh. that come in with, with um, you know, a litter or a pregnant. Absolutely. Um, and for example, we, we had a dog surrendered to us uh, last year that um, we didn't know at the time was pregnant. And as time, you know, time went on, weeks went on, I should say, we discovered that she was pregnant and mm. she gave birth to nine puppies last year at the shelter. Oh my gosh. And they're, they're precious. Uh, very fortunate that six have gone home and we still have three. Uh, they were part of the Peanuts group. Uh, we named them all after Peanuts. So we still have Woodstock, Peppermint and Charlie Brown. <laughs> they're fabulous. They are. The one of the reasons I think that may have been a little, that's been a little delayed for them getting adopted versus the others of that litter is uh, they're all three of them are deaf, uh, but oh. they, they are great. And we have so such dedicated employees that are working so hard with them and just getting them so adaptable and ready for, uh, for adoption. And they're, they're very loved while they're there, but we look forward to the day we can say they also have a home. Oh, that's amazing. What a great story. And I'm sure you see those types of stories you know, week to week and month to month all, all the time. All the time, yes. That's 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 terrific. So let's recap. It's Paws for Life, Animal Welfare and Protection Society. It's in Pueblo. It's just off of Pueblo Boulevard. That is correct. And uh, it's easy to find. And you can go to the website, with which is pawspueblo.org. And then you want to give us the phone number one more time? Sure. The telephone number is 719-543-6464. Oh, perfect. All right. And so you're always looking for volunteers, as you said, and that website and phone number would both be where they can find out about volunteers and your Facebook page as well. So you can find out when the volunteer uh, training is and and, uh, just full of information there. Yes, absolutely. We welcome anyone who wants to make a difference in the lives of dogs and cats to please join us, even if you have just a little bit of time or a lot of time. uh, We welcome you. Oh, very good. Um, Is there anything else that I have maybe not touched on that you'd like to to mention about PAWS? Uh, I would just like to say thank you for featuring us, um, having us a second time on your podcast. We really do appreciate that. Oh, sure. Absolutely. My pleasure. So I also do a couple of personality questions for get to know you a little bit better. You were born and raised in Pueblo? I was, yes. And high school? Did you go to high school in in Pueblo? I did. I'm a proud South Colt. Oh, there you go. And you recently won the the, uh, cannon back. We did. Yeah, very cool. All right. And so what comes on your perfect pizza? Oh, I am vegetarian, so okay. any vegetable, and I will say, being here in Pueblo, what a treat it is to be able to put Pueblo chili on the pizza. Absolutely. And re- do you remember your first concert that you went I to? I do, yes. My uh, brother-in-law took me to Red Rocks back in the 70s Wow! and saw um, Heart, the Dog and Butterfly Tour. Oh my gosh, that, that would be great. And in Nancy Wilson. It was great. That's incredible. And finally... It might be, this is a tough question that I ask people, but for you, it might be even tougher. Dog or cat? Definitely cat. Okay. 
Love right. love them both, but I'm a I'm a crazy cat lady. <laughs> oh, very good. We've been talking with Vicky Torres, a board member of Pause for Life Animal Welfare and Protection Society in Pueblo, just off of Pueblo Boulevard. Vicky, it's very nice to have you on the podcast, and we look forward to getting all of those dogs and cats adopted and get every all of them spayed and neutered, so we don't have that overpopulation again. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. That's Pueblo's podcast. I'm Dave Moore. Be proud, Pueblo.